Well, what a week it has been. Thanks so much for being with us. Derek Hansen, Couch Potato Radio on the Mighty 790 104.7 KFGO. 41 degrees. NCHC Championship game last night for the Frozen Faceoff. UND comes away with a victory. We have Hennessy on hockey coming up in just a bit, and he has a special guest on the way. But uh, we do have the voice of uh, UND hockey, Tim Hennessy, with us right now. Sir, how have you been? A long couple days for you, but, boy, that was a lot of fun last night. It was fun listening, too. Yeah, you know what? It really was. Uh, I think they... Uh, they played. Uh, they came out in the third period. Not that I mean, they played very well the first two periods. And, and here's my line because I had a lot of people at eight say, "Well, they didn't play very well the first two periods." I said, "Guess what? The other team's trying to, mm-hmm. and they're pretty good, yeah. <laughs> you know." But they came out with just a resolve in the third period and came out like savages and took over the game. And St. Cloud State, I think, is probably still wondering what the heck happened to them. <laughs> that was unreal. I, I just well, every time I was just sitting there and I. What I did last night, I always tell you, I, I have my couple glasses of Merlot, and then I'm, I uh, turn, say, Google Play KFGO, and I'm listening to you, and then I turn down the sound on the wild, right? And, man, between the two games, it's like boom, 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 boom. It was just uh, fun. So it, it, a nice way for a lot of those guys to uh, end their career for those seniors at the Ralph. Yeah, it really was. And uh, we had a chance to uh, visit with Jordan Kawaguchi after, and uh, I mean, very emotional. I mean, I thought uh, what was really poignant was he said, you know, since we were freshmen, we took this different route into the rink for every game and different than the other guys. And he said we were doing that, he and Colin Adams and Miss Mash and some other guys. And he said we we kind of stopped halfway and said, you know what, this is the last time we'll do this for a game here. Yeah. And then he kind of lost a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, they – I mean, they set their sights, you know, the whole line is unfinished, unfinished business and they set their sights on it and on doing some things, uh, came back when a lot of them had opportunities to go elsewhere and, uh, so far so good, I guess. huh? Yeah, for sure. You mentioned mismatch. I've really enjoyed him. You know, he's had a, a, oh. a few injuries and all that. I felt awful. He couldn't play in the game. And I just, I hope that, I don't know what's going on with them, but I hope he can get back here in about 10 days. Well, I think it's awful, and I, I also I'm not sure entirely talking to him that uh, he's going to be back. And oh that, man, uh, that's, that's that's really bad. I mean, he, uh, I mean, yeah, he's a point of game guy. I mean, you talk about missing a guy, and then last night, so you're missing him. You're missing Mark Sendon, which does so guy does so many things for him, and then you're missing JBD, who it was really evident, I think, last night how much they missed him. And his, uh, I mean, he's the defensive player of the year in the league, and he was probably the best defenseman in the league in the second half. I don't, uh, I don't know if anybody would even dispute that. So that was tough. But you know, you saw freshman Jake Sanderson step up, and uh, I mean, he's just been great all year, and he's he's a phenomenal talent. He, <laughs> that guy does stuff that a kid, I should say, does stuff. I think he's eighteen, may have turned nineteen by now, uh, but he was a kid that uh, advanced himself in school. And came here when he was 18, uh, when he technically should have been a senior in high school. Amazing. And, yeah. And then Reese Gaber, of course, who uh, put in his time in the USHL and everything else. And a little kid from Manitoba, and he's as tenacious as they get. And he can score. And he can shoot. And when those guys give him the puck. And, he, you know, he had a great first half of the season, Derek, uh, in the pod. He had eight goals. And I think we see that a lot with freshmen that I think it's adrenaline that gets them really going, 
you know, and they yep. were playing boom, 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 game after game, and that adrenaline's going. And then uh, you kind of had a, you know, the grind of everything kind of gets to him a little bit, and I think that's what happened to him, and now he's uh, sparked again, and they can sure use his goal-scoring ability, no doubt about that. In about nine days, you're heading on down to our neck of the woods. Should be a lot of fun at the Shields Arena. Yeah, it will be. Uh, it's, uh, you know, an opportunity to uh, to get to the national uh, to the national semifinals, and that's been their uh, goal all along. I saw a tweet last night from Gage Osmus, and uh, he had a picture on it showing the boys uh, hoisting up the uh, uh, playoff championship trophy, and he said, "Throw that one in the blanker." Because there's there's more to get. Right? Oh, nice, I like it. That's, a, That's what I, they're I, looking for. I like that confidence. Well, we'll have the uh, times of the uh, selection show comes up on Sunday, I do believe, and we'll find all the details and times and the pairings and all that uh, uh, coming up for you. Uh, Tim, I want to switch gears a little bit because you know last summer when we were playing back games because there's no live sporting events whatsoever, we played back probably one of the more epic games when it comes to UND and NDSU, and you're part of the broadcast team and. Part of it here at KFGO, along with Ed Schultz and Scott Swigman. You know, you think about those two men no longer with us. So sad. And, of course, yeah. the guy who was doing the uh, games for the NDSU side of stuff, our good friend Scott Miller. But I'm going to play you this. He's gone. Yeah, it just, it's so sad, isn't it? And, but uh, I want to I play you this promo we're running because I doubt you've heard it. You're so busy up in Grand Forks. But I, I want to – I think this might give you a little goosebumps because you were up in the booth with Eddie during this time. Rivalry. Memories, sounds etched in our minds. Shotgun snap. Wentz throws it toward the end zone. Juggling it, trying to hold on. Touchdown, North Dakota State. Darius Shepard, sideways to the quarterback, is able to hang on. My, oh, my. Uh, you knew both those guys, and we'll play the rest of the promo. And obviously, 130 is the pregame show, but uh, boy, those are. Those are some memories, huh? My heavens. I just think about those. Oh, I tell you, that call by Eddie uh, was, uh, that's a classic. (laughs) It is. It's an all-timer, right? Well, I think. Four or five speed. He's going to the NFL. He's going to the end zone. (laughs) I mean, that is, well, and you think about it, too. When you you think about the rivalry in certain plays, I mean, that's on the Mount Rushmore of it, and there's no question about it. I mean, it's just. Oh, absolutely. The play was uh, no question about it, and as far as call touchdown calls, that's going to be on the Mount, Mount, Mount yeah. Rushmore, right? Yeah, I mean, for sure. it was uh, it's really something, and uh, they're fueling the uh, the rivalry. I don't know if it uh, uh, is heated right now. A couple of some of these guys have played against each other, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know if they really understand the the nickel trophy thing and, and everything that went on and, and transpired in years past, the Rocky Hager, Roger Thomas thing. And, the knuckleheads, uh, yep. Yeah, the whole deal. Uh, uh, I mean, if what the heck is that name of that uh, documentary? And that was really good. Yeah, well, uh, I, I know Madeline, I should try to get him on. He did that thing for PBS. And, of course, TNT featured on Fire and Ice way back when, back in the mid-'90s. Yep. So, yeah, there certainly was a lot there. And I, I think more than anything – when it really came to head, I thought was when Roger Thomas resurrected the program, right? Because in the eighties, it wasn't much of a rivalry; it was more of a beatdown, to be quite frank. I mean, and, and but boy, things changed, and 
you know, the three four defense Roger had and Shannon Burnell. And I, I, it's funny, someone texted me the other night. You give Shannon Burnell such credit, but it was the defense. They said it's hard not to put Shannon Burnell in there because him, his senior year, finally getting over the hump that led to all the greatness with the back and forth of the nineties. Oh, and he was at Shannon Burnell was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> On and off the field, this guy was nuts, I'll tell you. And what a hell of a competitor, though. And uh, Shannon, I think, is back in Duluth, as far as I know. But, yeah, that was – and I remember the games. I remember one for sure uh, when it was snowing and everything. And uh, uh, we, as a radio station, we were hosting a tailgate party. We had a, a lift truck that lifted us up for like a skybox in the corner. And I wasn't working the games then, so I was out uh, with the rest of the fans. And, I mean, there were just things that went on. It was just nuts. It was uh, it was really cool. I mean, there's a lot of things in the past, Derek, like uh, I was talking to some guy today who said he just loved the old Ralph, the old Winter Sports Center, because you could hear the players and you could hear what was going on and everything else. And times have changed, yep. but... Uh, Great memories, though, right? Oh, for sure. I mean, I think about some of the cold games I was at at either Memorial Stadium or at uh, Dakota Field. My, uh, oh, on the concrete. <laughs> oh, yeah, Field. exactly. Oh, that was man. brutal. There was a game at Dakota Field that we, we all ran in the Bison Sports Arena. It was that brutally cold in November. You just couldn't take it. And I, I there's a game at Memorial Stadium, I think, where I was listening to you on the way back. You're doing the post-post game, and I think Satter ran into a, the end zone. He might be listening right now, pointing at the defenders running in. I said, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> and I think oh, you said, yeah, well, they're a very confident team, as you like <laughs> Yeah. Well, was... he could be confident because he was one heck of a running back. Right? Yeah, no question. Well, it's got to be fun. And just final thing before we get to your show, uh, Hennessy on Hockey here. Uh, I think more than anything, UND wins and they're in the path to win the conference championship and even a close game. Let's say NDSU wins. They can say, hey, we're still the top dog. Being a conference game, that's what can spark this rivalry up because it could mean the conference title coming up on Saturday. Oh, I think you're absolutely right. And I think, uh, you know, if anybody thinks that, and I know there's a columnist on there that said North Dakota should be favored, blah, blah, blah. Hey, they're the champions. Yep. And... They reload. They're all like the UND hockey team. They reload. They don't. They don't. Uh, uh, they're not replacing. You know. You know what I mean. Yep. They don't. For sure. They, they don't. They don't go down. They reload. And so, if anybody thinks that uh, they aren't uh, as good as they have been, uh, you better watch yourself because <laughs> somebody's got to beat them yet, right? Yeah, for sure. Tim, we'll get back to you in just a second. We'll kick off your show. All right. Sounds good. You Thanks, bet, Derek. You bet. Thank you for joining us here on Couch Potato Radio. Derek Hansen, that was Tim Hennessy. Hennessy on hockey on the way. Stick around, KFGO. Period. 